0: Um, so yeah, so do you think that um, the coronavirus is going to suddenly spread and be the next like massive thing that kills off millions of humans, or are we going to get a grasp on it, a grasp on it in time?
1: The carnival, well, the carnival has been there quite a long time, like forever. So will be not now that will be a biggest problem. Like I'm from Brazil, and without carnival, that country do not work. You, it's like vital. You, you cannot have a, a Brazil working through all the shits that happens all over the world without the carnival in the middle.
0: So, um, coronavirus, yeah?
1: Coronavirus, yeah. This coronavirus has been scared the shit out of oh everybody. The people is talking about, oh, coronavirus is coming to here and will kill everybody. Have you really read in the papers about what is coronavirus doing? all over the world. It's like less than 3% of the people who is contagious uh, is in is pandemic, it's okay, it's scary, it's okay, but 3% of the people who is getting that is really coming through. More people die in car crash, more people, more old people die sleeping in the toilet during the shower, but they want to talk about the coronavirus as is the Armageddon, as the, the zombie apocalypse is coming.
0: That's the thing, like if you go to other countries, for example, Ebola, right? I Don't know much mm. about it, but Ebola happened. Um, this has happened. There's always been like flus in different parts of the world that other people don't know about. Um, it's only because that this has become like mainstream that everyone's hearing about it, but you're right. Many more people probably died from Ebola and other viruses in other countries that we've not even heard of. Um, and um, although this is um, killing people, uh, a lot, most of the people are not actually dying from it. Uh, people are getting it, but they're not actually dying from it. It's only if you've got a weak immune system in the first place that it's going to kill you. But that's the same with any flu. If you have a weak immune, any flu can kill you. It's not just this. But yeah, you're right. Um, it is, um, it's coming across like it's a big deal. It is a big deal in terms of it's easily spread. But in terms of like dying from it, it is quite slim, but yes, yeah, stock markets have plummeted, like three trillion has been lost.
1: The flu, the flu is easily contagious and the, the cold is easily contagious. And then you see many kinds of sickness, illness that is spread all over the world every day, all the time. I was working in a hotel and all the time that the, the people come from, from uh, UK to Portugal. They got in the tropics and they start to get some illness, some sickness. And nobody tell, oh, you flew here and then you got something and it will be the end of the world. It's just what the mainstream want to show. Like, you, you in the last few years, you had flooding in the South Asia and in Africa and nobody talked nothing about. But if the mainstream want to show some flooding, will be everybody flags on the Facebook and say we are with them. We are all supporting them. So if the mainstream don't say nothing, nobody support nothing. So we are not acting. We are reacting.
0: It's absolutely like, yeah. So we're not responding. We're reacting. So a response is like a carefully considered action. Reacting is just fuck what everyone else is doing. Hi, get a mask. Um, Yeah. When you think about it, it's a billion humans and like 25,000 people that have got it. Well, that's not even like I don't know, naught point five percent. So when you look at it like that, it's nothing. But again, you hear like five cases in France, six cases in Brazil, two in America, ten in England. Oh my fucking god, it's spreading! It's like, no, it's not spreading. It's not like wildfire is spreading. What wildfire in the Australian fires are spreading quicker than this? But everything yep. is always blown out of proportion. Yeah, it's a it is um, a serious thing, and um, if you were to get it, you'd be ill. You might die if you've got a weak commune, but like anything this shit's always gone on for millions of years or whatever and you don't know about it so you you don't really react um but it's the knowing that ends up creating the problem not the actual problem itself
1: uh i i'm not trying to get in any crazy idea that the world is being controlled about a overmassive corporation but it seems that problems come to appear fixers then the fixers are treated as uh, heroes, and then everything calmed down, then come another problem, another hero, another fixer, another... It's like a cycle. It's all the time cycling and cycling and cycling the same shit. When the people look to me and say, oh, it's the end of the world, I say, once again, I'm f- I'm living the end of the world so many times, and I have survived so many of them that I feel like a hero as well. Because... Yeah, you're
0: basically Bra- Brazilian Jesus. You've survived so many times. Like, he's supposed to have died, like, you know, more, more lives than a cat, you know, nine lives a cat has. You've got like nine lives. But yeah, if you're a monk living in the forest, he's just going about his day foresting for food. He doesn't even know what damn TV is. He's like, flu? What flu? Like, I'm just going about my day. He doesn't know about it, he doesn't react. But yeah, it's about the nonsense we hear, we react to, um, mm-hmm. and uh, without knowledge, um, that there's always an alternative. You just follow the pattern and like, you know, everyone just runs in fucking, fucking fear.
1: I was, I was watching a video about a guy who went to Africa and he saw poor people living in small house and was everybody so crazily happy. They was making music, they were dancing all together, then in the end of the day, they put a big thing, all, all the houses came all together, and they were sharing the food, and they were dancing, and, they were, and then the guy looked and said, whoa, they don't have money, they don't have a nice house, they don't have nothing, what do they have? They have the happiness because they choose it. They don't have the neighbor to compare their house with his house. Because your house is bigger than mine and I should be sad for that. They are living their own business because they are just minding their own business. Is every day, wake up and look to the neighbor and see equality. And not looking, oh, he has a Ferrari, poor me, I just have an Astra. <laughs> and the people who is driving bike 45 kilometers to go to school. Don't come with this nonsense to me because it's just you choose. You choose. The life is like this. You choose. You choose to be happy because you are crazy enough to feel happy for yourself or you feel not enough for nobody and you feel sadness and you will die with your self-pitness and nobody will care.
0: Yeah, I was speaking to a guy from Canada the other day on a podcast about, um, he said he's traveled to like 200 countries around the world. And what he's realized is that there is places that you've never really heard of. There's places that to us look like a shithole. But to them, that's all that they've known. And they have family, community, love. They're dancing, they're singing, they're sharing food. It's just like metal, like metal wooden shacks, basically. And we're like comparing it to our big mansion. Oh, that's, that's a slum. But that's all that they know. And in terms of happiness, those people are far more happy than people like us of all the money, big jobs, big cars, big houses. And it just shows that all of this stuff is just, it's just bollocks that like we need the basics of life, which is love, happiness. And if you have happiness, you don't need anything else. And chasing all this money to buy happiness, you're just making people unhappy.
1: Yeah, sometimes the people are not able to knock on the door of the neighbor and say, hello, let's eat some bread together. Like one day I was uh, in, in Brazil and I wanted to go camping and I didn't have uh, the tent to go camping. And I asked to the neighbor to borrow me and I didn't know the neighbor very well. So was that situation, I was a little bit shy to talk with him and to borrow something. But he was kind and he borrowed me and I went to the camp and then i came back and i was baking at home and i made bread and was like three piece, pieces of bread that i did self-bake and i look oh man this is too much i will not eat at all so i took one and i put it in in a pack and i knocked in the neighbor's door and was around christmas and i just said hi i came to say thank you for the tent that you could borrow me and here is a pe- a bread self made, you start to cry. My neighbor started to cry because we are not used to kindness, we are not uh, used to, to uh, self awareness. So, when you see that someone awake in your next door and you don't even say hello to them, it's like if you also are awake because there's loads of people that's just sleepy all the time. But this person was awake and I was awake and I could give something and start to cry. And was Christmas she, she started to say a few things about oh no, because the bread has a religious uh, symbology, I said, okay, I'm giving uh, uh, from my heart I'm not giving for religion, I'm giving for self and this is nice to see that you are that much appreciating of that. How many times? Uh, I have to say, I came to Germany, I'm living in Germany right now, and sometimes I don't know the name of my neighbor, and that is already two years that I'm here, because the people here is more cold, the people here is not open. Uh, but at least I try to know the name of the kids and the, the parents of, you know, from my daughter's school. All of them. I spend the time looking the the, the table with all the names, to when they pass by me and say hello i can say hello back with the name of the person to so don't be like cold or you will die cold in the winter that's
0: an amazing story that is a, that's a, such a like a film romantic story of like some man just give lend you his thing and you come back with some bread, like that's so true. Like you're in Germany. I find that whether it's Canada, America, UK, Germany, it seems the whole world is suffering from the same thing, lack of connection. Like when you say no one does it anymore, it's like, yeah, if you go back to Israel, do they give bread to their friends? I don't know, but it seems that no matter where you are, everyone is lost and everyone's seeking that connection. And that story about the bread is so inspiring because that's the type of life that I want to live being a small village and for whatever reason you just go and give a neighbor some jam or a neighbor some chocolate or some crisps or a drink there doesn't have to be a reason why it's just about connecting to a human being and yeah that guy probably wasn't expecting you to do that like he probably just just was never going to hear from you again but it's such an amazing story to hear that he weeps because it just shows that that is what we're all longing for that just that connection of of like having people in our tribe like we're pack animals we need people and yet we're so separated from all the other animals aka humans that we're just we're just not we're we're longing for the same thing and everything is right there your neighbor is right there waiting for you but you no one's there like no one's there anymore it is very sad but that's such an inspiration story because it's just amazing
1: thank you very much and uh uh I'm not sharing this just to be amazing because it was not my intention. <laughs> I don't think it, it's just a it, great it's,
0: story. Like you never hear it, about that.
1: It's because I'm really uh when when I moved to Berlin, I was like feeling so happy that there was so many culture all around and I could just go to the street and I don't need even to speak in German because there was come someone who is speaking English, there is coming someone who speaks Spanish, there is coming someone who is speaking Portuguese, so I was always connecting with people all the time, and I was making like a really weird and strange crew that went along together with many nations, all connected. All connected. Then I came in here to a small village in the north of Germany, and that is already two years that I'm here. In the name, in the, the 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 village has like seven thousand people. But I have seen all of them, they don't pass off 2,000. <laughs> it's just the paper that says that 7,000. And what happens in here that the possibilities that I had around the family of my wife was to speak German or Russian. So once that I'm in German, I would not learn Russian because it would make my mind crazy. And so I did learn the German. But anyway, I, I feel a lack of connection. The people are like, if you don't have the same surname as me and my family, you cannot be really connected. Or if you didn't went to the group of my school, you cannot be connected. If you don't have the same kind, in the end of the history, I got more connection with foreign people again. So I need to to be connected with Africans that are amazing people. They are. Uh, I have a very good friend from Gambia, and another day I met a very good lady from Romania, and another day I met a very nice guy from from uh, Turkey, and it's always like these people, uh, and the German people that I try to connect with them, they look like you are an alien. So, is the language that say what you are? Is your job what to say what you are? Or is your heart what to say what you are? Because loads of the people you look to then say, uh, what are you? And you say, I'm a lawyer. I'm a cowboy. I'm an a, a officer. You are the officer. You are what you do for job, or this is what you do for living.
0: I understand completely. It's like we are we are we are labeled based on on something like rather than as a person. It's like if you do a job and you're. Uh, an asshole, at your work because that person is an asshole to you. You judge that person as an asshole, but you don't understand that she's in a stressful situation trying to deal with all this stuff that you don't even see. And yet you're judging that person based on a character, like based on the profession or something they did 10 years ago or something you heard about them. And it's like, we are made up of so many different personalities and and like different mindsets that you can't just judge someone based on one experience. If you get to know anyone, no matter how horrible they are, you will always find a connection. You will always connect to them in some way. Like these days we're just judging everyone because everyone's judging them. So it's this consistent cycle of I'm going to put out toxic energy and therefore it comes back law of attraction, which is you attract what you put out. And it just seems that well, it just happens that because everyone is more negative than positive, that when people speak it's negative and obviously negative energy comes back. Um, but yeah, people need to stop judging people because you just need to reach out and love.
1: Uh, the, people, the people who are able to go to a shopping center and sit in the food area and take a fast food and sit down, eat that, and leave the plate over the table and mistreat someone who is uh, cleaning the tables. These kind of people who uh, is completely out of their mind. Because you are not your duty. You are what you do out of duty. You are not what you do at work. You are not your work. You are a human being. Many of them are fathers and are mothers. And they are cleaning your shit. You are not able to clean your own toilet. And someone comes to clean it to you. You are not able to say thank you absolutely you are not even able to be called a human being
0: absolutely my dad always said when i used to go to mcdonald's in my place obviously as you said there's always dickheads that leave their shit and they're like it's her job she can do it my dad always said clear your plate up and obviously I'm looking around and seeing all the youngsters leaving their plate naturally I want to rebel against my father so I kind of just get up and hope he doesn't realise that I've left it there and he would always make me put it in the bin and say she's not your slave she's not there to clear up for you and what you're saying is exactly it's exactly it people are just they just expect people to do things. Everyone's their slave. Oh, it's her job. What's she getting paid for? She's here to pay her bills, to look after her family. She's a mother and a father or whatever. She's got children. Um, care for her. It's her job to, to do to her job, but she's not there to clear up all of the shit. All there. Um, it's amazing that you say that because, you know, you're from Brazil, you live in Germany, other side of the world, but same morals as my father, which says that people who have a certain mindset like you and my father has come from a certain place, uh, a place of like, respect and different cultures where you give and you serve others and you expect nothing back. And it's been divided. These people are lost and they're scattered around the world, but they're out there. And Me doing these podcasts is about connecting to the like-minded people like ourselves. That just gives us faith that there is people on our mindset, even though everywhere you look in physical terms, they're not there, but they are out there and you just got to connect and find them
1: yeah this is that you said about your father is nice because in brazil uh moms and fathers they used to say like uh i will not do this because nobody's doing you are not nobody go and do because you are somebody exactly (laughs) so yeah my dad used to say
0: stop doing whatever stop doing what everyone else is doing like stop you know like stop being a sheep basically um just because someone else is doing it doesn't mean you have to do it. And obviously that was programmed in my brain every damn day, like until I was like 21. Um, I'm 27 now. But yeah, it was always about stop trying to make an excuse that you're doing that because they're doing it. Do what you're going to do. Obviously I have become my dad now in terms of the mindset, but when you're growing up and you're trying to battle against your father, but also trying to absorb and become him, it is a war, but that war I made it. And, uh, you know, I, I, uh, Everything that he's ever said is what I would preach to anyone because it's just the right way. No matter what country you come from, it's the same morals of just serve, look after, and um, and love. It all comes down to that, really. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's in everywhere, all over the world. If you don't want someone doing shit with you, you don't do shit with nobody. It's simple like that. It's just a little bit of empathy, and the empathy is like missing. The people are like feeling like robots. And they are consuming, 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 consuming. And that is the point of no return that you have to see that you are wasting. Everybody in the whole world wake up with 24 hours. Everybody has one year with 365 days. And four hours that is compensated with 29 of February when complete to four years. So this time that you have, you need to consider this like it is money that I'm putting away and I cannot work to have it back. Nobody in the whole world is able to have it back. What is gone is gone forever and for good. So, if you are wasting your day arguing with someone, not learning nothing, watching bullshit on the TV all day long without learning nothing, or if you are just, uh, like, so many people come and say, oh, my father is gone, he'd pass away, and right now I will have so many things to say, and he is dead why you didn't say while he's alive you are wasting your day you are wasting your time you are doing bullshit. you are uh, getting high you are uh, getting crazy you are going to the nightclub and doing bullshit and making crazy stuff because you think that this is the life but most of the people who do this often they become to the same conscience that it's a net life. Meet people is nice. Get to waste every weekend and wake up with vomit and with a dog licking your mouth and the, inside the bathtub and not knowing what you did in the day before. That's not happiness. That's, That's fake. I... That's fake in so many ways. It's like, like you burning money. It's like you pick a pile with $365,000 and you put fire in all of it. It's one year wasted.
0: So true. Like, I know, for example, I don't believe that any disease is, um, nobody, nature doesn't just give disease, right? When a body is at ease, it can't be diseased. And every disease a man has, is based on his circumstances, what he's eaten and he's drinking, drunk, and his environment and his thoughts. So there's no such thing as disease. So I know that for example, my parents are healthy, but the only way they're gonna die is a man-made disaster. A car crash, a tree falls on them, a lightning bolt, something like that.
1: And or very really old.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you 365
1: can't... years old. <laughs> yeah,
0: long, long time. But you can't control that. So I know every time I say bye to my parents there is a chance that could be the last. So I make an effort to say bye. When I was younger, I used to be like, yeah, okay, goodbye, whatever, goodbye. My pap- father would used to say goodbye. And I used to be too busy doing something like talking to girls, whatever. Now I am aware that you don't know when someone's gonna pass away. Kobe Bryant, for example, he got on a helicopter, died. You can't plan that. So Someone quickly. called Caroline Flack in the UK. She was a Love Island presenter. She killed herself. That was so out of the blue. So I know any point, people you love can go for any reason, for whatever reason. And last, when my parents leave that house, I do not know what's going to happen. And that could be the last time I ever see them. So now I make an effort to say bye, say hello. And I didn't normally used to do that because you just feel like you're already connected. You don't need to say hello. But now I get it. It's about saying hello, that feeling of somebody saying hi. It's not, Oh, we he lives here. It's that you get a buzz, like a, a feeling of connection when you communicate, even if it's just like to a neighbor, um, even though they're always there. so um, yeah you, you I never don't know nobody.
1: You're gonna- I don't know the name of my neighbor, but I make uh, for me, it's a pleasure to say hello to everybody. I don't know who they name, I don't know they. Wife name, husband name, kid's name. I don't know the name of nobody because they don't want connection. But I will pass by then and I will say hello. Around here they have a word that's regional that is moin. Moin is like a uh, way to say hello. And I walk on the street, I say moin, moin, moin. Usually that is old people who say moin. Back, and that is people who just ignore me completely, but I pass every day by the person who don't say uh, moin back and I say moin again, just until one day see if it, the, this word will break the heart and will say moin back out of it- something.
0: It becomes like a game, yeah, like I used to, I, I used to, when I go for walks, I, I purposely look at people waiting to connect. I'm not really excited to see them like a dog waiting for his owners to come back. He's like, did I hear a door? And I'm like waiting for them to come. They're looking away, they're looking down, they're getting their phone out. I'm waiting for them to look at me so I can go, don't even have to say hi, just I've acknowledged just you. I've acknowledged just nod, just nod have... And. Um, And most of the time they just walk past, or you say, and there's just nothing. They just look fucking forward. They're like, you're a weirdo. Why are you saying hello to me? It's like, that is why you're like that. That's why you're just robotic because you don't speak anymore, you're autistic. You're not speaking to humans. And then I sort of gave up because if you put energy out, it doesn't come back. It's a loss of energy. So now I learn to choose uh, choose my people carefully. I choose to say hello to people who I know will get it back. Old people are pleasantly surprised when I acknowledge them. Because imagine you've got a 70-year-old. like, And I'm like a, quite a young 30-year-old, whatever. They're not expecting someone like me with a hood up to say hello. <laughs> but then when I do say hello, they love it. They smile. They go, like, someone's recognized me. And it makes me so, feel so good. And then you look at some other fucking idiot, like your age or whatever you are, 40 years old, whatever, 30. <laughs> and then they're just, they're just robotic. Like, weirdo, don't look at me, don't talk to me. It's a big shame
1: well uh the people since since the the school they are used to make the groups uh not everywhere is exactly the same kind of groups because like in brazil we don't have the sport team that's the most important of the high school like they show in uh american uh, films or series they are or high school structure is not the same as the american films but we have a, an extra tour, the groups, the groups, the groups, the groups. It's like, it's my tribe, it's their tribe. But when you go to work, when you get inside a working area, the everything's changing. Everything is reconnecting. You were the captain of the football team in your school. Then you become an employee in a firma doing stumpler and papers and things that the people just don't give a crap about you. And you are still with the feeling of prom queen and prom king and think that you are amazing. And then you you don't look around because these people around me is not... Man, seriously, uh, I was kind of popular when I was in high school, but I used to talk with everybody in the school since the guy who cleaned the floor i have him in my facebook onto today everybody from the fifth grade onto the 13th grade everybody i was talking with everybody like always always because you never know which struggle the people are passing by you never know how hard is the life of the people And then you see people like the the vocalist of Linkin Park that was so happy and with a nice band and everything, and then, boom, he's not in there anymore.
0: Absolutely.
1: The last hug you didn't give, the last kiss you didn't give, the last good word you didn't give. So what is the matter of I have a Ferrari and I drive with fancy cars around the city? First of all, if you have a Ferrari, You cannot go inside the city, because it's a shit to drive (laughs) with a fancy car inside the city. So, these kind of things just do not add the points to me, do not make sense. So there is many people that, if you see famous people, you can talk, okay, the vocalist from Linkin Park is dead, Robin Williams is dead, someone else, had the same kind of shit and he killed himself. The crazy stuff of the 27 years old, like um, the vocalist from from Nirvana was with 27 years old. This lady from UK, uh, the lady singer, the Amy Winehouse, was with 27 years old. Hitch Ledger who made the Coringa, the, the Joker he was also with 27 years old and all oh, this guy reach a nice position and feel the lackness is really lack of feelings of hugs of kisses of connections
0: <clears throat> yeah like c- connection is something that is so important to me like I don't have friends. I had friends growing up, but they were just there from school. Like They're not really a friend. You don't really connect. They're just there from the football team or whatever. Um, So, yeah, it's very important to be around people who serve you purpose or who actually charge you or inspire you. Um, Even if you don't really know them that well, like a neighbour, for example, a friend to me is a connection. It's not colleague, friend, acquaintance, lover. It's just we're humans. We have a connection. Some you're intimate with. Some you're not. But you can't really base a connection on how long you've known them. That's bollocks. It's just you either connect on the same page or you don't. And, um, yeah, like all these people who are famous, they have money, they've got a name, everyone knows them, but yet they've got no one. So I have a quote that says, everyone's your mate, but no one's your friend. Everyone is your mate. All right, mate, how you doing, mate? Mate, 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 mate. But there's no one's your friend. You call them up in the middle of the night. I'm stranded at a train station. They're not coming. Like they just ignore you. No one's your friend. So you take away everyone who you speak to away who's actually there when it means the most. And the answer is very few. You're lucky there'll be even like one or two. But if you called your neighbor, for example, that guy would probably pick you up. Now, you know, the bread guy, if you were stranded, he'd want to serve and pick you up. But you call your mates on Facebook, they won't respond. And so it just says that just because you've known someone a long time doesn't mean that that they're really connected to you. They were just there, like, and you just, they were just there, something to do.
1: Yeah, the people, now everybody, I have to say that sometimes I'm doing this too because we are not perfect, we are just human beings. And during the, the history, we do loads of shits trying to fix. Uh, but many times, like, my one day I was sick. I was sick. I was younger and I was sick and it was like 4 a.m. And I, I need to go to work in the other day morning and I had no option because the people were counting on me on the team and blah, blah, blah. And then I just knocked the door of my roommate. My roommate. I knocked his door and I said, I'm sick. And he looked to me, what do you want me to do? I'm not a doctor. I'm noticing you that I'm going now to the hospital. The hospital, I have no cash for the taxi. There is no transport, transport passing at this time. So I need to walk half hour with pain in my stomach just to go to the doctor. So I don't know what will be about my time tomorrow. If I will be late or if I will be not late. I'm noticing you because you live with me so you to you be aware okay bye and close the door so in this kind of situation you really believe because we are all human beings we are one big massive crap we are all together one massive crap everybody matters in the same amount that nobody matters So if you level it, you are not so high, you are not so low, you are everybody level. And just sometimes the human being seems to don't give a crap intentionally. Let's see if I stop to care about him if he will ignore me.
0: That's the thing, like if you look at people who are famous, people with money, people in power, in government, You look at these people and often they're more unhappy than, for example, uh, a city in India, as I said, where they're made from like wooden shallots and they're all cramped together. They've got family, love and food. These people are more happy than all these people at the top who apparently have happiness, money, power, big famous name. But it just says that no matter how much money you've got, how much power you have, you're still a human being. You've still got a father and a mother who might be ill. You've still got children. You've got a brother and a sister. There's always problems in people's lives that you are unaware about. So if someone's being a prick, it's often because they've got shit going on at home. So it goes back to school and the bully. The person who's bullying often has been bullied by his own parents or his brother or whatever. So it's easy to like attack that person back. But someone who is a... Is, is wise, will respond to that rather than react. Reacting is punching him in the face, when they punch you in the face. A wise person would respond by taking a step back and thinking, I wonder what he's going through. And then sort of you look at their parents and you see that there's just no love. They, they, that kid doesn't have any love. He's got to do his, make his own food. He's got to walk himself. He's got to do his own washing. And he looks at all the kids in the class and sees that they've got their clothes ironed, clothes are washed, their bags are prepared. And that is why that kid, Is being a prick because he doesn't know any different. He doesn't know what love is, and um, then you understand and empathize rather than hate.
1: And we always come back to the same thing. He's used to being a prick because he's looking to someone else's life and believing inside his head that someone else has something better than him. Like the people who has uh, a a father who treats him bad, uh, bad. And the kid who has no father will say, At least you have a father. And the guy who has a father who treats him bad and who punches him will say, At least you don't have a father to punch you. So the people are always looking to the neighbor's uh, grass and saying, You have greener. You have greener. They are nobody who has. Curly hair, want to straighten it. Who has a straightened hair, want to curl it. Who has long hair, want to shave. Who has shaved hair, want the bald guy, want to a big hair. Nobody's happy. I, I would love if the people just wake up in the morning, look to themselves in the <coughs> mirror, and start to accept what they see.
0: It's totally true. you like, if you look at a black person with an afro, they shave their hair and put a straight wig on. You look at girls with uh, curly hair, they straighten their hair. People who are blonde want brunette. People who are brunette, they want blonde. Um, people always want something else. People who are brown... They, they, yeah, people who are brown already, tanned, they fake tan or they go on sunbeds. I'm like, you're already fucking brown. So white people in our country want to be brown. Brown people want to be browner. I'm like you're already brown but in their mind it's not the fact that i'm brown you're white i don't need to tan they're just not happy with what they have they could be really black they'd want to be blacker it's about not being not loving who you are um, not the circumstances it's just you want something else people aren't grateful for what they have always seeking more like you get the new iphone you want another iphone you get a pizza you wish i had another pizza because i am would prefer pepperoni, but i got ham and pineapple. There's always a trace for this new thing.
1: This, this iPhone thing is for me is over crazy because like I have seen so many people that the, the tap, the, the, the sink is blinking, the water and the toilet is screwed and everything is destroying the house, but they buy an iPhone
0: thousand pound iphone
1: so why you cannot pay a plumber to come and fix your fucking house but you have money to pay for an iphone you work with it you do you do something on it oh but that is a nice camera are you a photographer or (laughs) are you a filmmaker do you need that so the people are not realizing they are just consuming and surviving consuming and survive many people in brazil they don't have the wall fixed. You can see the stones of the wall because they don't finish, but they buy an iPhone. So how hard it is, and you need to see that the currents make the iPhone even more expensive in Brazil. This is about the same price of a second-hand car. <laughs> so they buy a cell phone that costs the same of a secondhand car just because they want to show status and the people need to understand that if you want to be rich is not a crime you are not forbidden to become rich to become awake but you can be rich without pretend to be rich if you look like steve jobs he was always with the same black shirt with always the same uh, round glass with the always the same jeans trousers. If you look to Mark Zuckerberg, he's always with the gray shirt with the the jeans. If you look to uh, Bill Gates, he's always with the white shirt with a um, sweater over, and he's always looking the same. I really don't understand. The people are billionaire, and he's not showing off. And loads of poor people buying watch that is with gold and blah 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 and a car that's as fancy as a hell and they have bills to pay and they are procrastinating the bills to have a fancy status yeah for what what's the meaning of that
0: warren buffett is obviously a trillionaire he still has his 20 year old car he still rides, drives his 20-year-old car, and yet he can have any Lamborghini that he wants. He can have fucking 50 Lamborghinis, right? Um, and they all get it. They well, like wears the same suit. That probably he's had that suit for 20 years. Like he's not grown. He doesn't need to buy a new one. But it's so true. People who people who are up there get it. People who are not up there don't get it. So people who haven't got money want money. People who've got money know it's not about the money. So again, I've noticed patterns in life that there's always two two sides it's like everything is always divided into two everything can always be seen in two perspective negative positive this and that north or south east and west there's not just like one mindset one way there's always at least two and uh, that's why so many people they're lost because there's so many directions to go in but even if you go in one direction there's also more directions to go after that so the only way out is simply just wisdom and knowing that there's nothing else. There's no grass greener. It's just your grass is what it is and enjoy it until it.
1: The people the people are lost because we, instead they are looking to the path, they are looking to the lights, showing Coca-Cola, showing this and that, new shoes, new this. Your path is straight away. Why are you looking to the sides? Why you don't have something, why you don't make uh, a plan, you stick to the plan, and go increasing your plan with time. You need to see what you are capable to do. Like, uh, I just have 1200 per month. This is my whole salary. And I need to live with 1200 Are you happy with this? No. What do you need to do to change your life? Oh, I need to make more education because with the education that I have is not enough to get a better position. Okay. And did you ever tried to sell something online? Did you ever try to start your own business? You can make extra money. You can make your whole life. You can make what you want. Uh, I don't know how to do that. It's everything on the YouTube for free.
0: Every fucking thing is on YouTube, every university course, every professor, what he learned, every college course, how to fucking build a car, how to build a phone. Every single thing is on YouTube, like the whole library of the whole world is on YouTube. There's no excuse anymore, but it's the awareness of it's there. That's the hard part. Like I say, people will go on Facebook asking for a plumber, but yet their next door neighbor is a plumber. We're always going out rather than going in.
1: Yep. They, they try to reach uh, the, the obvious thing that is down their nose. They are not looking to that because, oh, if he's my neighbor and he can be a plumber, it's not a good plumber. Because if he would be a good plumber, he would not be here. He would be somewhere else. So, it means, what about you? Because you are his neighbor. So, you are not a good, not good enough person. Because if your neighbor is not a good enough plumber because he lives next to you, you are not a nice person because you live next to him.
0: Yeah, exactly. People are always knocking everyone and finding the worst in people as opposed to finding the best in people. And I used to be the same because I was unhappy with my life. I used to find the worst in people because people used to find the worst in me. And it's this constant cycle of judging and being judged. And, um, you know, my father used to always say it's all in my head. And I was convinced at that time, no, because you don't understand. Like, you don't understand. And the reality is, he was right. It is in my head. What I see is in my head. Yes, there might be a problem which needs to be addressed, but it's in my head. I, can, I, I, only, I see that problem and only I can find a solution. Everything is in our heads. It's just how you, like, unscramble all the bullshit to align up your thoughts. Um... But yeah, we all sound the worst in people and and, um, yeah, that's just, and social media does not help.
1: Actually, social media is one of the most creative things to make money all over the world. I have been working with social media for quite a while and I have been working with social media to grow business. I help business to grow, to be found by the customers doing through social media. So, I'm with a Facebook page, I'm with uh, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, uh, LinkedIn, I'm in everywhere. Then you try to imagine, guy, this thing connects people. And this thing connects products with people. So, the thing is, uh, if you look to a knife in the kitchen, and you cut your food, and you produce, prepare your food to eat. So the knife is a good tool. But if someone pick a knife and kill someone else, then the knife is a bad tool. But it's not the tool that is a problem. It's the human being holding that. So if you look to the social media, it's a great tool. Depends of the human being holding the social media. If you leave this in idiot people, they will pass Nutella in the body to show in the social media. Or they will be showing a very fancy, nice, big life when they are eating crap because they don't have money to afford. They buy fancy clothes to show on the social media, but they are suffering anxiety. The social media could have the possibility to make stress, anxiety, and depression, to become fancy illness.
0: Yeah, no one's taking responsibility for um, their own actions. They're always blaming someone else, like blaming the police, blaming government, social media, blaming their friends. Blaming you are your fucking
1: own boss. You are the boss. You can may not be the boss of the company you work for, but you are the, the driver of your life. Nobody else can do that. Uh, but I need to work in this place because I have bills to pay. Of course you have to work in there until you are able to self um, self-pay your bills. For example, if you, get, if you have no other job, you are working in a place that you don't like. But if you pass by your, your city, in every city, in the whole world, they have garage sale. And there is lots of people that the people put in the garage sale that for them is not interesting anymore. But someone else out there are interested to pay a nice amount of money. You pass in there, you put 20 bucks in a product, you go to the internet, you sell that 60. This is three times more. 200% profit. Then you go in another garage sale, you buy another item, you go to the internet, you sell a few times more. A guy was saying today on the internet, in a social media, he was saying, Look guy, uh, I heard that someone say that the garage sale was doing nice stuff and I passed by a garage sale and I saw a PlayStation selling for 40 bucks. I took the PlayStation and I, I sold it 140 on the internet.
0: It's so true, like you can get anything from anywhere, whack it on Facebook, take a picture, and somebody will collect. And all you have to do is find it. Like finding it is the easiest thing, but it's the hardest part is becoming aware that it's easy to find it. Like people are looking left and they just have to go right. for example, garage sales, they're just people selling stuff that really have no desire to make money or they don't really care about it anymore. So the money they're not making is the money you can make. That's just how it works. Trade imbalance, it always balances up. And you are yeah, helping them to way. put
1: out. You are helping them to put out. And you are helping someone to find what they want. You are being a connector. You are being a mediator. This mediation sometimes is the really important The people are able to pay for that. So, man, the people who look to me, oh, I have no possibility. I have no way. You don't have a way because you don't want to. Like, I came from Brazil, the people in there, like, the last year was like 14 million people unemployed, and the people so complaining because the government, because the government, because the government. When I was homeless, uh, I was homeless once, and I was in a really poor situation. Then I looked to myself and I say, I need to do something about my life. So I started working here, I started working there, I collected a little bit of money, here, collecting a little bit of money there, then I put one money together. I went to buy beer. I put inside a box with ice and I put this over my shoulder and I went to the, the beach Amazing. For 45 degrees on, on Amazing. the beach. So That's I selling such beer. Such
0: a good idea. How much did you make? How much profit did you make?
1: Well, the, the profit was, uh, used to be like uh, uh, three times more the price because the ice was cheap. And uh, the beer in the supermarket was cheaper than on the beach. So when I passed selling on th- the beach, was like three fifty. I don't mean, know. I was selling three bucks. The people want to buy from me, and also they don't need to walk on t- upstairs to buy that, and then come down to drink the beer. So they could be lay down on the beach, just give the money, and I was a self-service delivery. Your delivery.
0: Your delivery. Yeah. Uber Eats. Just Eat. Like you come yeah. to them. Yeah. Amazing, that's so good. Like, there's always a way to make money. Always, always my father says. Always. But my father says, buy and sell. That's what life is made up of, trading, buying and selling. Buy low, sell high. There's always something to buy, always something to sell. There's always something that somebody to- wants to buy from you.
1: Today, I don't want to work more on that much with buy and sell, buy and sell, because there is something that pay overprice for that, that is information. Like, I come to here and I give to you a part of the information and probably if I keep doing this, uh, I used to do in Brazil and I know that it's working very well, but I'm growing now my my business to Europe and to UK. And I will start to make videos in here as well because what happens that the people, when they hear someone who speak their language and they are able to give an information the people are able to pay but if I make a course the course that I make in a video if I if I give information 101 this information will be 101 and then I need to repeat and I need to repeat and I need to repeat if I record this on video and I sell this video I don't need to buy nothing anymore because the product is ready and it goes to the house of any buyer all over the world with one click. What software do
0: you use, ClickFunnel?
1: Now, ClickFunnel, I have heard great things about ClickFunnel, but right now I'm using a Brazilian-American platform. It's a connection between Brazil and America that is Builderall. And the Builderall, you are able to make your website, you are able to make your email marketing, you are able to do everything. You can do webinar, you can do all, everything in How one platform. How much is that per month? I'm paying Brazil, this is like 150 bucks, but this would be like 40, $40, or even less in UK. Like, well, I maybe there is a website that is builder.uk.co.
0: That's the thing, Click funnel is about 100 and something, like 80 pounds a month or whatever whereas i'm looking for
1: something a bit cheaper yeah most of the things are quite expensive so you are not able to to do that because you need to make money to invest in a funeral but you need the funeral for making money absolutely make a cycle that you are just not able to fulfill that so uh i'm using this one I am seeing right now that they have a website in, here in Germany. I just will look for price. Where is the price? Um, performance grade, load time. But the most nice is that uh, for example, when I was using uh, WordPress to build a website from with a hostigator to be the host, then I need to pick uh, Egoi or another company like Chipman uh, Machine yeah. to <clears throat> to build the email marketing. So in the end of the history, I was paying like five ten companies to do the service that I have all together in just one.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. That I like, I, I need. I am going to be doing that, um, but I need a. I need to be. It needs to be cheap as possible for the moment, um, and then yeah.
1: Let's this say. is the smallest price per month.
0: What's that in pound?
1: Is this in euro? So, would be not that difference. would be 20 pounds at maximum.
0: Amazing, that's what you use?
1: Is this what I use? In here I can build my website, in here I can make my mail, in here I can make anything that I want. So
0: you can do lots of different videos and they can pay and get access to the videos and then they send you the payment. Is it just like ClickFunnels?
1: It's very similar to ClickFunnels. Amazing. Like uh, someone click and put their email and their name and they click, I want that. And right after, I can make the system to provide an email to the people with information about my company, and keep in touch with the people and collect information with them all automatically.
0: So they can click and then pay for the course and then they get access to the videos.
1: This from the the videos I I use another platform.
0: Oh, so, okay. And how much does that video platform cost?
1: 10% of what you sell. 5% of what you sell. So it's
0: free. uh, For free. 5%. Yeah.
1: It's like you don't need to put the money, the, the hand in your pocket before you sell. It's amazing. If you don't sell, you don't pay. So you feel free. It's a freedom that... That, that is amazing. Like you build your stuff, you make your course, you put in the platform, and then the people pay. They already collect 5% of that, and they leave all other things aside to you, waiting for you to collect your money.
0: Amazing, yeah. And,
1: and, and they do automatically as well. Send an email automatically to the guy with his password. Hey, you. Thank you for uh, acquiring this uh, course and here is your login and here is your access and you can watch all your classes right now.
0: Amazing. Uh, Obviously, I believe in the law of attraction. So that's something I've been thinking about lately. I know I need to start putting together videos and putting together like a a thing like that. But the fact that you're mentioning this now is a sign that I need to get and do it. So this is what I call an affirmation, confirmation from the universe. So I
1: uh,
0: will be looking into this.
1: Actually, you need to do both. You need to keep doing videos online because the people get to know you, and this give you authority to you. And you like put a podcast, a, you mean, yeah, yeah. And you put a course together, and then you do both. Because if you look on the internet, the name of the guy is Gary V. Gary V. Sell Everything as he wants, because he has many followers. He's a big authority. Anywhere he goes, so the people just buy from him. And what he does all day long? Content. He does one video, two videos, three videos, four videos. He don't stop to do video every day. He's talking with someone. He just pick the camera and he start to record. And this is a content. And he it goes to Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, GTV, to snapchat to everywhere and when he puts something to sell the people are already man sell me something because i like what to say i like how you say why you are not selling me
0: amazing okay Uh, we've done about an hour now anything you want to plug any website social media
1: well uh many (laughs) go
0: on do it speak talk say it
1: well, my social media, mm, fr- I have one that's named my Instagram that I'm trying to start to build from, uh, essentially for UK that Kaitana auto-caitano-advertising. Or oh, just auto-advertising. Or oh, it's just caitano-advertising. I'm checking here. Auto-advertising. There it is. It's the best way to find me and I will start to put my videos online. Yeah, there we start- go.
0: So, talk it out loud for the people that are listening via audio.
1: Auto, O-T-T-O, auto, advertising. So, like advertising, ads. Cool. Auto, auto that advertising. This is my Instagram that I'm starting to grow to the people from UK and a little bit to America if they want as well. To, if they want to increase their business, to make more profit in their business, they can find me. And uh, the thing is, if they are looking for a saint, don't look for me. I swear, I curse during the, the, my look videos. Look for
0: Jesus instead.
1: Yeah, look for Jesus. I will say bullshit. <laughs> I will say bad words all the time. Because it's my way to communicate doesn't mean that I want to be unrespectful with the people that's watching, but I want to express myself as I am in my daily basis to help the people to grow their business they so. If they don't like, fuck off. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's something really powerful about swearing. Like, it expresses a feeling. Like, it just, it does something when you swear. It's, I don't know whether it's psychological, scientific in terms of the words, but when you say, like, this fucking per-, it just makes you feel alive, doesn't it? So, yeah. It's it released
1: a, a heavy weight from your shoulders. Yeah, it's it's like, like it's
0: bullshit. It's, like, like ah, gollocks, fuck. yeah.
1: <laughs> That's okay nice. cool
0: so uh, we'll end it there i'm gonna press stop and then we'll say goodbye at the end yeah
1: you're okay